Coming to you live from the Morningstar Mission Sponsored Studios, this is Carl and Crew Mornings on 90.1 FM Moody Radio. Yeah, looking down the road a little ways here, Chicago forecast for... Dad's on it already. <laughs> Better believe it. Next Tuesday, <laughs> next Tuesday, the high... Yeah. 73. 73? What? Winter's over. Next everybody. Tuesday. <laughs> wow. You guys just keep proving my point. Winter's over, I think. Crazy. Winter's over, I think. Um, well, I'll tell you what, we're cheating winter left and right here. Yeah. This is something else. <laughs> I've, I've... Okay, record high for next Tuesday. Search it out for me, Super Die. Next week. Gotcha. Well, we might be near it today, but for sure, next Tuesday, 73. For the 27th, okay. It's got to be near a record high. They're projecting 73 degrees in full sun that day. Downtown Chicago. That's pretty awesome. (laughs) Yes, we are. Record high on February 27th. They're saying 75 degrees in 1976. Okay, 76. It was smoking hot out there. All right. What's that? Uh, 48 years ago? Before you were born. Before, yeah, well, yeah, that is true. Long before, yeah. Long. That's before your before your folks were married. Not, yeah, by about ten years. Bicentennial. Bicentennial. Yeah. What's bicentennial? Oh boy. Okay, never mind. We'll have a history lesson during the solar. <laughs> what is what's bicentennial? I want you to Our think about that. Oh, 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 sorry. Uh, well, I didn't hear. I didn't hear what she said. Oh, good. Uh, so you just think about what bicentennial means. Okay. Uh, think s- about nineteen seventy six. Okay. What happened in the year 76 70s. before that? Uh, 1776. So so it's 200 years since the founding of the nation. Since the independence, yeah. Yeah. Price back. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> so I got it right? Yay. Good job. Good partner. for me. I did yeah, it. No, great job. Got some cool news out of China here. This makes me want to sip my, hang on a second. My Claude Tell-Americano. <laughs> Actually, stop to, stop to okay, take a Okay, uh, this is news that we got from our dear friend Ken Vaughn. Starbucks is launching oh. a new drink in China to celebrate Lunar New Year. <laughs> okay, let me, let me go here. Go for it. The beverage mixes the unusual combination of Dongpo braised pork flavor sauce with espresso and steamed milk. Dubbed the Abundant Year Savory Latte, the drink is garnished with extra pork sauce, drizzle, and pork breast meat on top. According to the Starbucks delivery app, the latte costs roughly $9.45. The Shanghai Starbucks Reserve Roastery says eating meat means prosperity in the coming year adding that the drink brings traditional New Year customs into coffee. Is it fair to say that it doesn't bring prosperity in the next year because you spent $9.45 on a coffee? That's not the problem. <laughs> the the problem is days. the pork drizzle. <laughs> you're like you're skipping stuff. No, you, you're missing the punchline here. It has nothing to do with the I'm cost with of this thing. Back it up even more. It's the pork <laughs> drizzle sauce on your coffee on the coffee and and I, the pork flavor sauce now, that's embedded within the yes, coffee itself listen, exactly listen there are people that laugh at traditional american cuisine mm-hmm. and palates yes if you are from china 
Is this something that would appeal to you? I need to talk to you right now. It's a good question. 312-274-9624. Just need to know it. 312-274-9624. And I learned a long time ago, you don't laugh at this stuff. You laugh with people on this Absolutely. stuff because people like different stuff. Like balut. Yes. Duck eggs, duck, duck eggs that are taken in an embryonic stage, snatched before they can hatch, put in the ground, allowed to spoil for 30-ish days, pulled out. Delicacy. I had half of one. That's it. Won't have any more until I get to glory. Did you catch that? Boy, it was something else. My My body was rejecting that for 45 straight minutes, just heaving, heaving. Couldn't get it out. Couldn't get Ah, it out. So I want to know, and I seriously do, if you're Chinese descent, is this something that you would like? A Dongpo braised pork flavor sauce drizzled on your espresso with steamed milk. It's dubbed the Abundant Year Savory Latte. They might have dubbed it the Abundant Year Savory Latte because that's your last year. <laughs> Live it well. Girl. I'm telling you, man, <laughs> I got to know. Is this something you would like? You're... First, second generation maybe from China, but you carried the traditions and the palate with you. I just need to know. Yeah. 312-274-9624. I'm asking you to give me a call right now. 312-274-9624. What's this got to do with training this week? Core tra- nothing. Got nothing to do with core training. Had nothing to do with anything. I'm no, just, just dying fun. to know. Ken Vaughn sent this to us, and he says... If I'm going to have ham and eggs for breakfast, I prefer the ham not in my coffee. <laughs> Ken, by the way, is your afternoon voice if you tune in. Yeah. You hear Ken, Ken in the afternoons. Yeah. 312-274-9624. I'm going to ask all day until I get someone in here. And there might be, there will be a Carl and Crew prize pack for you just for playing along. I like it. So right it. Sounds good. All right, guys, got a lot going on here today. Why in the world be self-controlled, upright, and godly in this present age? Boy, have I got a powerful observation for you that's going to be coming up today as well. It's like coffee, but for your ears. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. It's Carl and Crew Mornings here. I'm going to go backwards into this passage today. We're talking core training this week, and this is a very important principle that we're going to find here today in Titus 2. In fact, let me just read this to you, and then I'm going to tell you about the incredible power that these principles have in your life to deal with people who have done you wrong and you want retribution. No kidding. So in Titus 2... Verse 11 and 12, we find, For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people, training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions. We tackled that yesterday at length. By the way, if you didn't get it, get it. Get the showcast. I'm going to throw out a banner ad right now. Get the showcast. It's up right now, and you can listen. In in this showcast, we're going to explain for you why it is so important to hate and renounce sin in your life, why it's so vital. And why you got to get a boiling anger for that stuff that is holding you back. Why you've got to take off some things before you can put on what Jesus has for you. So basically yesterday we had this, take this off, renounce this stuff, this ungodliness and worldly passions. 
And then it moves into this comma and to live self-controlled. That's about how we live being true to ourselves upright. This is the righteousness that we stand in in Christ as we relate to others around us and godly lives in the present age, godly lives, how we actually relate to our God, our father who loves us so much. I forget who it was, the commentary. I think it's uh, Jameson said, this is a triumvirate, a, a kind of a three-pronged approach to living in a way that honors God. It's to ourselves, to others, and to our Heavenly Father. Awesome stuff. So I'm going to let that sit right there, and I'm going to shift gears here in a little bit. Because a lot of us wonder, man, how do I deal with naysayers in my life? People that have done me wrong. People that are looking and wanting me to fail. That's a valid thing. You've got someone that's burned you, someone that's ripped you off, someone who's injured you. And deep inside all of us is a need for retribution. How do I know that? We're called by the Apostle Paul. Don't take this in your own hands. Leave room for the vengeance of God. I will repay. So are we just spectators in this whole thing? Just kind of hoping that God deals with it? Or is there something that we do that actually becomes the very thing that drives our enemies crazy? It's the latter. It's the former and the latter. And I'm going to give it to you in a psalm in a minute and a half. Actually, great metaphor, this song from Rocky. It's really good. In what way? Well, it, you know, I mean, Rocky had a lot of detractors. Oh, yeah, he was counting out. A lot of naysayers. A lot of naysayers. A lot of people said he couldn't do this thing, right? That's right. So, by the way, I don't want to skip past this too much here. We just heard a great banner ad for uh, what's going to be going on with Cher here in just three short weeks, and it's going to come quickly. We're listener-supported. You get all that. I'm not even concerned about a pre-share gift, even though they just announced that. Oop, sorry about that. We want to arm share with a bunch of prayers, people that are on their knees seeking the Lord, because prayer is in the engine room of what moves the hand of God. And I'm asking you to pray. I want to ask you right now to get a half an hour slot. I'm asking all of you, especially you seasoned saints that have been walking with Jesus a long time, I want you to have a front row seat to see what God's doing here. We need you praying, and I'm asking you to grab a link right now, get a half an hour slot so that you could pray along with us. We are going to send you cool stuff. I'm hoping to get Bill Thrasher on a uh, bit of a video uh, that we're going to shoot your way, just encouraging you. You're going to get some inside scoop. We shoot videos before each morning of share just to give you an update so that you can pray intelligently because good information leads to great intercession. So if you would be so kind right now as to take some time and grab this link and grab a half an hour slot, talk to a friend, get some other friends maybe in that slot with you, but you can go alone. You can do this on a half an hour drive. You can do this while you're sitting at home. You can grab a slot wherever. You can go on a prayer walk. We're just asking you to commit a half an hour interceding on our behalf for Share 2024. It's a big deal here. 
and we need your help. Just text the word CREW, that's it, CREW, C-R-E-W, CREW, to 312-274-9624. Text the word CREW to 312-274-9624. Okay, I want to walk through this very, very, in a very calculated manner. But it's interesting how Scripture not only interprets, but applies Scripture. So in Titus 2, you get this cool call in our life. For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people, training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions, and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age. Self-controlled, we're going to be true to ourselves. Upright, we're going to stand on the righteousness of Christ and let our light shine before others. And godly lives, that means we're living true to our Heavenly Father. Here's what I want to do with you this morning. And I feel deeply moved by this. You cannot walk through this life without taking hits from people. There's almost no one I've ever met that doesn't have someone or persons or a lot of them in your life that would love to see you lose. Straight up. There would be a bit of a delight if you got kicked in the teeth or you yourself fell down. The question is, do we have any peace of getting retribution? Nope. Vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. But I will say, God has greenlit us to be a part of what he's doing. How do I know this? Check this out. Reading from Psalm 112, the whole psalm. Praise the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who greatly delights in his commands. His offspring, young thunder, will be mighty in the land. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. Light dawns in the darkness for the upright. He is gracious, merciful, and righteous. It is well with the man who deals generously and lends, who conducts his affairs with justice. For the righteous will never be moved. Notice there's something trying to move him, right? He will be remembered forever. He is not afraid of bad news. His heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. His heart is steady. He will not be afraid until he looks in triumph on his enemies. Goes on. He is distributed freely. He is given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. His horn is exalted in honor. The wicked man sees it and is angry. He gnashes his teeth and melts Away, the desire of the wicked will perish. Here's the promise of God. If you have an eye to train yourself in the grace of God, to live self-controlled, walk uprightly, and live godly lives, your naysayers, the people that want to see you fail, You're actually putting before the Lord your life. You're living in such a way. 
that your adversaries will look upon your triumph. They will gnash their teeth and they will melt away. You know how to get back at your adversaries? Spiritual success. All the other forms of trying to get back at your enemies. You're just living in the natural man. But if you live in the supernatural, allowing God to take and shape and mold your life, you'll look back over your shoulder one day, not with glee, but just a matter-of-fact observation. Oh, because I am walking uprightly with God, now they're getting their just desserts. It's a powerful, a powerful lesson for us today. Oh, my word. Because wanting someone to have their just desserts, I think, is is common, common among man. everybody. <laughs> we want that, but instead of focusing on what's going to happen to them, focus on your walk with the Lord, and God will take care of the rest. Yeah. Oh, what amazing passage of Scripture. Notice how Scripture interprets Scripture. Titus 2 says, live self-controlled. Come on. Live righteously. Get your feet on the rock. His name is Jesus. And live in a way before our Heavenly Father that is godly. Perfection, no. No one has it but running the race in such a way as to win the prize and you look over your shoulder and you go, oh my goodness, my adversaries, my enemies, my my betrayers, those that want the worst for me, they're gnashing their teeth and they're melting away. What a picture. What a picture. We can do it, guys. We can do it. Your spiritual pit stop to keep you going in the race. We're Carl and Crew Mornings. Well, guys, we're making some great headway spiritually here today. I really believe we are. I want you to think about, again, the person or persons or situation that you're kind of struggling with. Had someone text in here, said, as you can imagine, having been married for 35 years and then being betrayed... I have a lot of desire for retribution in my heart. I struggle with that. It's an obvious struggle. And she said how encouraged she was to hear these words today. What are these words? Simply put, and I'll flesh this out more later, or put it in the showcast. The whole thing will be there together. Just text word show. You'll get yesterday's content, which is very important, the need to hate sin in your life, and then how to walk uprightly with the Lord. But I, I got to tell you guys, it is a beautiful thing when you let Scripture interpret Scripture. And what we find in Psalm 112 is the call in our life to live uprightly, just what we find in Titus 2. And the crazy 
kind of backdoor benefit is that as we're walking uprightly with the Lord in self-control, standing on the rock, his name is Jesus, and honoring God the Father with the life that we live filled with the Holy Spirit, we'll look over our shoulder one day, according to Psalm 112, and we will see that our adversaries, our enemies, are gnashing their teeth and melting away. There will not be glee because you're walking uprightly, but there will be a humble, awe-inspiring, boy, God, your, your word is true. Your word is true. As I walk, not in perfection, but in dependence on God and watching him fill the storehouses of my soul with the blessings of heaven My enemies will gnash their teeth and melt away. Ooh. Total perspective shift on how to live in this world today. Total perspective shift. So my friend, all I'm going to say right now is quit having an eye today. Stop having an eye today to get this guy, to get these persons to get that gal. Don't stop in your walk of faith to take a gander at how's God going to get them. Walk on in the power of the Holy Spirit, and you'll glance over your shoulder one day and go, oh, God's plan was to fill me with his power, to so anoint my life with the power of the Spirit that I would glance over one day and without glee simply seeing the mechanics of how God formed this world and how everything works in full motion, and my enemies are now gnashing their teeth and melting away. Whoa. Whoa. I myself have spent too many hours wondering, how's God going to get them? And you know what? We need to spend all that time pursuing the one who saved our soul, running along this narrow path with God, and letting the chips fall because, baby, they will. I think that's, that's the thing that's reassuring is that they will. Our God is a just God, and we don't have to know when, we don't have to know how, and we don't have to be a part of it. But... God sees everything, everything from all of us, everything, and he will make right what needs to be made right. And his plan to do that is by helping us to live righteously. Yes. Yes. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay, got a lot of cool stuff going on. Uh, we're going to get a little bit of a peek about what God's doing even in India this morning. Whew, some amazing stuff. I was in Mumbai not too many weeks ago. Quick... Uh, Peak coming up. Ever wonder what happens when the mics are off? Find out on Carlin Crew Mornings Facebook and Instagram. Man, I'm going to lay it down here. If you did not get our time yesterday, I think it's important, wouldn't you say? I absolutely agree. I think we covered so many amazing things. First was Asbury and getting a look back yeah. at that after a year. Whoa, that's big. It's big. 
And we got this amazing report that came from Christian Broadcasting Network, and they did this whole thing, and it was it's it's worth taking a listen to. And then also we talked about in our first little bit of training, we talked about um, righteousness and walking in righteousness, and 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 it's it's a great segment that if you didn't hear it, we want you to take a listen. So just text the word show to three one two. Two seven four nine six two four. The word show to three one two two seven four nine six two four. Learn how to renounce. Learn how to hate sin. Yeah, yeah, it's a powerful, powerful thing. Okay, coming up, minute and a half. Let's get a peek at what's going on in India. I've just returned a few weeks ago from Mumbai, and man, God is on the move, guys, in a big way. Your shot of hope to make it through the day. It's Carl and Crew mornings. How fun yesterday. Hearing what God is doing in Asbury. It didn't die. No, no. A revival 16 days that changed students' lives for forever. It didn't die out. But oftentimes we wonder what's going on in various places around the world with different revivals, with different works that God is doing. Just because we don't hear something doesn't mean God isn't moving. Boy, have we learned that over and over again. Very true. Got a good friend, and I can say that now. I traveled to India, Mumbai. His name's David Harms. There's a heart, a big one, as big as a bucket behind that big old voice, and he's with us right now. How you doing, Cat Daddy? <laughs> I'm doing amazing. It's always good to check in with you guys. One of the great joys that we have is finding out what God's doing around the world. And David, God's moving in India, isn't he, friend? I have seen this as I've traveled around the globe as well, that God seems to work most visibly in the places that are the most dark spiritually. Because when God starts to work, God starts to work. And when you see the contrast of the darkness versus the light, it just becomes all the brighter. And we saw that in India. You start the trip and we go into the red light districts and it is one of the most spiritually dark places it's that I've ever straight been to up, It's straight up evil. I mean, you're looking at pimps. Here's the reality. Ali, it's hard to even get your head around but here we are looking at these pimps, and here's the tragedy. Some of the pimps are the partners, okay? Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. just horrible. It's not even evil, David. It's a hollowness. It's like these are shells of people that are just on a robotic path to evil. But take it away. What do you see? What you see is, you know, the enemy seems to have a toehold in so many different ways, but that's where we're called to work at India Partners. I mean, we literally set up smack in the middle of the red light district with our drop-in center, right? Yeah. And then as that touch happens, as they start to sense it, then by the end of our trip, Carl, I mean, you, you saw the changed lives of these Ooh. two girls that we had a chance to oh, meet. Oh, the last night there, them. yeah. Right, the vibrancy of the gospel that has come alive with girls that were rescued out. And you see that happen individually, but then you also see it happen corporately in the safe houses because these young women are reclaimed for Christ. They have seen and witnessed the transformative power of the yeah. gospel. They are living it out. And so we can be overcome by darkness or we sit there and we just go, yeah, but we are called to be light in darkness which is what we do at India Partners, and that just changes everything once they grasp the gospel. And they do, and that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of what God is doing, the reclamation and the transformation of lives that so many people had given up on. 
David Harms, our guest right now, he's devoted nearly a decade of ministry to the work of India Partners, uh, primarily focused on advocating for the rights of women and children, rescuing them from lives of exploitation and abuse. The gospel has a ripple effect. Can you think of a story where you've been able to trace the thread of uh, the gospel impact in one life and how that life reaches others? Carl, you met Muskan. That, to me, is the living, breathing example. Not on this trip, but a previous trip. Uh, I hadn't seen her for a couple of years because of the COVID shutdown and traveling. And I come back and we have a great conversation. I ask at the end of it, can I pray for you? And she says, yes. So I pray and I thank God for what he's doing in, in her life. And when we're done with that prayer, uh, she looks at me and she goes, now I want to pray for you. And my, I hate to say it, my not arrogance as much as like, oh, this will be cute. This will be sweet. You know, yeah. this girl will be praying for me. And uh, she hit the floor on her knees yeah. and we didn't get up from the floor for 15 minutes because you've met her. Yeah. You know how dynamic she is and how in love with Jesus she is. That to me is a perfect example of how and what happens in these safe houses. When you get up from the floor after 15 minutes of prayer, I was just put to not shame, but I was just I hear like, you. this girl prays, man. Yeah. I was so humbled by it. You know, let me ask you this, because I came back and this is what I told the team. I feel like we could go to school over there on how to disciple kids. I feel like there's things going on in those safe houses that any Christian educator, mentor, children's ministry worker could glean from. But from your perspective, David, what's going on in those safe houses that makes that such a rich bed of discipleship. That's all I can describe it as. These kids are getting discipled yeah. big time, bro. I guess the thing that I would say in response to that is just the simple fact that they know from where they came from, right? So they, they know the tragedy. They know the evil. They've seen it. And so when they sense the gospel, there is a desire to know more. When you taste and see that the Lord is good, you get that taste and you start to see your lives starting to change. It was in one case, as simple as a new girl that I talked to, I don't think you were part of that conversation, Carl, but there was a new girl in the safe house. And I, I interviewed her and I asked her, how has Jesus become more real? And she'd only been there a couple of weeks. She says, well, I, I didn't know anything about Jesus, but I come here and these girls prayed for me. And this one thing that I had been praying, thinking about and hoping for to happen, they prayed in the name of Jesus. And that prayer was answered. And I don't even know specifically what that prayer was, but the <laughs> power of the prayer of the girls coming alongside her is what caused her to sense that Jesus is real. Then she surrendered her heart to Christ. And from there, you taste it and watch God just grow that desire. And then with the support we have in the Bible studies and everything else, that's where the disciple yeah. comes in. Really cool. Well, Boom Crew, listen, coming up here in just a couple of months, less than that. Yeah, we're steaming towards wow. April quickly. Um, coming up in April, I just want you to put a marker right down in your heart right now. Just remember this. We're going to be committed in a couple of days to be the hands and feet of Jesus. And I'm telling you, there's going to be more fruit born out of your gifts than you can shake a stick at, to use my dad's old term. And it, no joking, guys, I've been there. That's why I, they wanted me to go to Mumbai. David asked me to go because he said, you really got to see it to believe it. And it's true. God's at work. So just put a marker in your soul right there and say, yep, yeah, when this campaign comes along, we're going to jump in. Watch God use a few shekels to change a whole lot of souls. David Harms, we love you, hot dog. Thanks for being in here today. 
so excited about what's going to happen in April, just to see what God's people do to help rescue these girls. Yeah, it's going to be powerful. Helping you start your day with a boom. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. All right, Boom Crew, we do something really unique here in Chicagoland, specific to you, our Boom Crew. We love you guys, and we need your help. You know, the response that we have at Shares, remember the old turn, talk of the town? You're the talk of the town. Oh, yeah. We hear constantly, not just from the brass around here, but from... Even people that are just observers from other organizations are like, whoa, what is God doing to move in the hearts of people and bring in? I think our goal this year is a million and a half dollars. What's God doing? I'll tell you. In a word, it's prayer. There's no question in my mind about it. Let me give you a little secret about your friend Carl. I don't come in here to use a dad term here, my dad's term, cocksure of myself every day. I've never been released from a certain tension of needing to cling to God. Never have. I get up on a Sunday morning and preach the word, go to a conference. Going to be out at Compass Church here, by the way. I don't know how many weeks away that is. I'm going to be out speaking to all the men at Compass Church. That's going to be a phenomenal Saturday morning. But I never feel a sense of, I got this. And it always causes me to pray. Sometimes with groanings, like, whoa, God, show up here. And that's a great place to be. We know that about you, Boom Crew. You're those kind of people. And I'm asking you to come on in and pray for share. Before we raise a dollar, I'm not going to do one announcement about, not one, I'm not going to ask for one dollar here in pre-share gifts until we've got our roster of prayers filled. How many slots do we have, Super Die? We have 65 out of 600. So we got 65 prayers already have grabbed yes. a half an hour out of 600. We got a great start. Just announced this yesterday. I want us to go strong here today and get a big lift in prayers. Would you be one of them? Grab a half an hour slot. We're going to shoot you videos. We're going to we're going to give you communication. We're going to remind you of your half hour slot. It's a few weeks away. It's going to be Tuesday through Saturday morning. When you open up this link that we're going to send you right now, you do not have to uh, grab the first day or so, but you can reach down and go, man, where might be the slot that God would have me pray? If you want to grab two, you find yourself to be a, a prayer warrior of sorts. You step in and go, man, I'd love to seek the Lord for this. Grab more. Grab a friend. Grab a small group. Grab a half an hour slot with your whole small group. That'd be great. But if you just just dancing alone, come on in. We'd love to have you. Just text the word crew right now to get a half an hour slot of prayer. We believe and we've seen God move through prayer. We're asking you to do that right now. Text the word crew to 312-274-9624. Text crew to 312-274-9624. In fact, I'm going to set a little mini goal It'd be great to get to 200 slots filled today. We've got how many right now? 65? 65. 65. Yes. So let's get 135 of you that say, got this, Carl. Got this, man. We need your help. And asking for help in prayer is one of the most humble, Christ-dependent things that we can do, and we really mean it. 
And this doesn't mean you're coming into Chicago. You could be at the kitchen table, kitchen sink, walking the dog, in the car, wherever it may be that 30 minutes. And you'll also note that there's some extended hours. Yeah, it's extended Carl and crew during share. We're on until noon. Yep. So that's why you will see the extra hours. So, yes, you are praying with us all the way through that morning. Great. Great, great, great. Thank you so much. Somebody said, great. I signed up for three slots oh, in that great. week. Thank you so Thank you. much. Yeah, we're grateful for that. So we'd love to get 135 more of you before we're done today. That'd be one-third of our way to our prayer army. And I just want to ask you, jump on in. And some of you might be thinking, oh, you know, I, I can't pray for five minutes. I know. Five minutes is a long time to pray. But what we're asking you to do is just walk and talk or drive and just go, Spirit of God, I've already prayed for share. God would open up hearts and protect us from evil, and I seem to be done. Well, then you just go, God, prompt me with even how to talk with you right now. Spirit of God, talk me how to appeal to the Father. And I am confident that God will begin to peel back more and more layers of revelation of how to even be praying. God will teach us in the school of prayer. This could be one of the greatest personal development things you do for yourself in the next month. Text the word CREW to 312 274 9624 crew to 312-274-9624. And I want to thank you ahead of time. We love you, Boom Crew. Thank you for jumping in and grabbing a half an hour slot. Need a wake-up call? We can help with that. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. You know, some of what makes us weary is the knuckleheads walking along beside us and around us and wanting to see us go down crazy but it's true man sometimes it's friendly fire and that's the worst and everything inside you in the natural man wants to see their booty kicked like god open a can on these knuckleheads sometimes you can sit there all day just thinking about it yeah wanting it to happen dream it up you can concoct your own plans yep and some of us unwisely have gone out in our own strength and tried to get them back never ends well certainly doesn't because it's not ours you know, Jesus said, don't cast pearls before pigs. Sometimes we go trying to wrestle a pig, but you get that pig slop all over you. You get muddy either way. Mud and other stuff. <laughs> True. But God has something better for us. Coming up, minute and a half, I'm going to take you to Psalm 112. This is epic. Because rather than vengeance, leaving room for God to deal with that stuff. What if we did this? Helping you take the next step in your walk with Jesus. This is Carl and Crew Mornings. The temptation to take justice into our own hands is constant. I don't know that the temptation will ever go away. Satan loves to bait us at our point of need. And when we feel a scream in need to get even or that someone would get there great word here. I didn't know it was an actual word until we got the Webster definition for it. Yeah. Come, come up and see. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real one. It's the Oxford language. It's from Oxford languages. It's in Miriam Webster. It's in all of them. And it's basically saying that this is getting your, in, in paraphrasing, a just dessert, getting something that someone deserves, often used in the context of revenge. Now, we got to be mindful of this, that there is no room for delight or glee not at all. Over someone's downfall. 
But at the same time, there is a holy awe that happens when we see comeuppance. A holy awe. Yeah. Not a gleeful thing, but a sense in which you look and go, whoa. When you see someone get their comeuppance, and you look back, and you see over your shoulder, whoa, look what happened. Done rightly, it makes you want to fall closer to the foot of the cross. And you're more in awe with God than ever before. How do I know this? Psalm 112, let me read it to you. Praise the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who greatly delights in his commandments. His offspring will be mighty in the land. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. Light dawns in the darkness for the upright. He is gracious, merciful, and righteous. It is well with the man who deals generously and lends, who conducts his affairs with justice. For the righteous will never be moved. He will be remembered forever. He is not afraid of bad news. His heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. His heart is steady. He will not be afraid until he looks in triumph on his adversaries. He is distributed freely. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. His horn is exalted in honor. Last verse. The wicked man sees it and is angry. He gnashes his teeth and melts away. The desire of the wicked will perish. Whoa. Boom crew, listen to me. Don't fiddle around concocting plans or dreaming dreams of how your enemies, adversaries, friendly fire, betrayers are going to get their comeuppance. Get on the path less traveled and start following Jesus. Be holy for he is holy. Be self-controlled, stand upright, get your feet on the rock, live a godly life, keep walking with Jesus. And a few miles down the road, you're going to look over your shoulder one day and go, oh my goodness, my enemies, they're gnashing their teeth, they're angry, and they're melting away. They're melting away. You know, one of my favorite things about the Word of God is that not only does he tell us this principle, but he also shows it being lived out in, I, I can think of off the top of my head, four stories, but I know there's many more. I think of Joseph and his brothers selling him off into Boom. slavery. He walked close with God and God gave him spiritual prosperity as well as physical prosperity, but spiritual prosperity and his brothers saw it. And then I think of they melted away, They melted away. They, they thought we're dead. They fell on their knees before him. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, uh, people came against them, King Nebuchadnezzar, for not bowing down. They stayed close with God, and God saved them from a literal fire. You have David and King Saul. King Saul wanted David dead. 
but God David, made him king. David knew it. Saul's relieving himself in the mouth of a cave. His eyes hadn't adjusted to the darkness in the cave. He couldn't see David in the mighty men. Yeah. David snips off a corner of his robe. He could have put a dagger in his back. And he chose not to. And he walked close with God, and God was there for him. And Saul crumbled before David. And Daniel in the lion's den. I mean, these these guys that were close with the king that did not like Daniel, and they plotted a way for him to die, threw him in the lion's den. Daniel stayed close with God throughout the odds, and God took care of him, and those people crumbled before Daniel. They got thrown into the lion's den in his place. And it goes on. And it goes on and on and, and on. And on. Yeah. Boom crew, bottom line. Walk with Jesus. Don't pay your adversaries no never mind. Going from believers of Jesus to followers of Jesus. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. Calling all prayer warriors and budding prayer warriors. What do I mean? Some of you say, Carl, I run out of things to talk with God about after five to ten minutes. Three minutes. It's okay. Let me tell you about the new way of praying. It's really as old as the hills. We pray about what we know, and then we ask the Spirit of God, I'm going to listen to you. Show me how to pray. Teach me how to pray. Prayer moves in the heart of the prayer, and then the prayer can pray for others. That's what we're asking you to do. We want 600 of you filling 10 per half our slot of all of share that begins in three weeks, and I'm asking you to jump in. We had, I don't know, 50, 60 of you when we started the morning. I wanted to wrap up today with 200 of you at least, and we're grateful so many of you are jumping in, but we got 30 minutes to hit this goal, and this is as goal as worthy as any kind of share financial goal because prayer moves mountains, baby. Woof. And I'm asking you to be a part. Get a half hour. Some of you go, I haven't done this before. This is like a big deal. One guy texted and said, I've never done anything like this before. I think it's going to be good for me. It will be. We're going to give you video clips that are going to encourage you. We're going to remind you of your half hour slot when it comes in three weeks. But I'm asking you to grab it. You can scroll through here and find slots all the way 5 a.m. to 12, Tuesday through Friday, and then a couple hours on Saturday. Now for the count, where do we stand, Super Die? We are at 140 filled, 140 out of the 600. We got 60 slots to go in 30 minutes. I feel like I'm in chair right now. We got 60 <laughs> okay. slots to go in 30 minutes. Let's do it, guys. Let's load them up. Text the word CREW right now. Get your slot. CREW to 312-274-9624. CREW to 312 312- Two seven four nine six two four. No match challenge. Just crew. Three one two two seven four nine six two four. Hey, this is Carl with Carl and Crew, and I'm so grateful that you listened to this showcast. Thank you mostly for being part of the Boom Crew as we help you take your next step with Jesus. You're a huge encouragement to us. We'll be here again live every weekday morning from five to nine a.m. Godspeed.